You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. Hello, sweet friends. So recently, my heart has been kind of heavy with some things that are going on in my life, but I have also been a bit more introspective and thinking a lot more about mental and emotional health and how we as humans in this world, from the moment we are born, are not set up for success in regards to our body image, food how we view exercise, and ultimately our sense of self-worth. And we could have the perfect parents, wonderful friends, the best education, have no so-called traumatic events, but we would still live in this world. And you, my friend, do have trauma in this way. Like, think about it this way. How long have you spent standing in line at the grocery store when you were little looking at magazines of celebrities and their diets of how the media shamed them for gaining weight and losing weight and gaining it again. How many ads did you watch for weight loss pills or some random piece of home workout equipment or video series? And it shows the before and after of how this woman was so unhappy with how she looked. And now she's happy and has some toned six pack doing some honestly ridiculous looking workout that (laughs) no one really wants to do. Or who here remembers the yo play commercial with the itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini? I remember that one so, so clearly. And it was just because she had this low calorie yogurt, she was thin and felt good in her bikini. And so you, now you think, oh, I need to lose weight to feel good about myself in a bikini. And we can only wear bikinis when we have a flat stomach. You see, no one ever told you directly. I mean, I certainly hope not, but through certain types of messaging that you were fed when you were young, you started to have this idea. And I could go on and on, and I'm sure you have personal memories like this, but now I want you to think about something else. And I'm just going to ask you straight out. What is your first memory of feeling like you need to change your body? Like how old were you? Or even just the feeling that you needed to examine it to see if it was quote unquote acceptable. Think about that just for a minute. Do you have it? I'm going to tell you mine now. I was nine years old, nine. 
nine years old. I remember looking in the mirror, getting ready to go somewhere. And I had seen my mom check her side angle in the mirror many times. So I decided to check my side angle. I was horrified. And I'm not kidding. I was nine years old and I thought I looked gross. And no one told me that. No one had ever said anything like that to me. No one said, hey, Estelle, your side angle looks gross. You need to lose weight. No one, not even a tiny bit, not even close. So where did that come from? Your memory of thinking you need to change your body. Where did that come from? It came from magazines. It came from the Yoplait commercials. It came from the movies where girls talked about how they needed to go on a diet. It came from the exercise and weight loss commercials. And you didn't need to be told. You didn't need to be told, hey, your side angle looks gross. You need to lose weight. No one's told that. You didn't need to be told. And you don't need to be told now. But for some reason, as people get older, they think they become more independent and know their own thoughts and could see things more clearly. And in some ways we do mature, but you, my friend, are still as easily influenced. And this part of you hasn't changed. You live on earth and you're a human. So of course, these things are going to have an effect on you. I was just chatting with someone the other day, a friend, and we were talking about how we are both still triggered sometimes. But the key here is becoming aware of it, knowing what it is that triggered you, knowing that you're being triggered and having ways to deal with it, to kind of step outside of that situation. Now, how does that translate to being an adult? Well, if you're like me, you started feeling the obligation to work out and diet from a very young age. And it wasn't because someone told you when you were nine years old, hey, you need to work out and diet and lose weight. And it was never because you wanted to or out of excitement. It was out of fear. It was out of obligation. Out of, if I don't work out, I'm going to keep getting fatter and no one like me. Out of, if I don't work out, I'm going to look disgusting in my bikini on our trip to Hawaii this summer. It was out of, if I don't work out, I'm going to be the biggest one of my friends. Like I am cringing right now. I feel like my stomach literally started feeling sick as I was saying those things. And it all sounds so absurd when we say it out loud, doesn't it? You love your friends, no matter what size they are. You don't care if your friend has cellulite when she wears a bikini. Whoop-dee-doo. And you definitely don't care who is the biggest or who is the smallest. None of it matters. It has no relationship to who you are as a person and what you have to offer this world. Nothing. Zero. Zip. Now, does that mean you shouldn't work out? Absolutely not. Does this mean having weight loss as a goal is bad? No. But thinking those things, thinking that working out is wrong, thinking that having weight loss as a goal is wrong, 
those thoughts can be a trauma response to feeling the obligation to do those things for so many years. So it is very understandable if someone is struggling with that, if you are struggling with that, if you were in this, that place. I went through a phase of that too. Even as a personal trainer, as a nutrition coach, I went through a phase where I was like, oh my goodness, should I be doing this workout if I don't feel like doing it? Oh my goodness, if I have the desire to lose weight, is that bad? No, no, it's not. Where I come from right now is kind of a place in the middle of this all with a, what I perceive as a more balanced approach, what I perceive as a more balanced approach from a place where exercise is desirable, from a place where weight loss can happen if it's the right thing for you at the right time for you. From a place of doing things because you want to, and not from a place of feeling like you have to, because how are you supposed to love something that you were taught would make you more valuable? How does that create love? All we want as humans is to be and to be accepted as beings. We don't want to have to do anything and we don't have to do anything to make us worthy or valuable. We cannot tie negative feelings to these things. It's kind of like if you were told you could never eat Oreos again. What are you going to want? What are you going to think about? You're going to think about Oreos and you're going to think about wanting them. So what if it was reverse? If you were told you have to work out because of X bad consequence, are you going to want to do it? No. You're, you're not going to want to do it. You might do it at first because you have a lot of guilt and fear. Yeah, you might do it. But eventually, so many negative feelings will be tied up in it so that you don't want to do it anymore. If a child was told from day one of their existence, hey, you better not go outside because there's bad people out there and you never know what could happen and you could get hit by a car or something could fall from the sky or you could fall on the gravel and get hurt and, you know, just the list of bad things goes on and on and on. Would they attach good feelings to going outside? Would they want to be in nature? Would they want to do that? No. And they would miss out on an incredibly beautiful part of life. And anytime they went outside, they would be terrified. Does that mean going outside is wrong? No. In fact, they should. <laughs> they should go outside. But this is what has happened to you with exercise, but with fear and guilt. So now you need to start replacing obligation with the desire, fear with excitement, how are you going to do that? You can start by being realistic with what you can do. Don't go do the 60 minute hit workout that makes you want to barf. Don't do it. Find forms of exercise that you enjoy. Find ways to make it fun. Don't push yourself to the point where you hate it. Create a list of the benefits of exercising as opposed to a list of the negative things that you want to avoid. For example, don't think, I don't want to be so fat, so I'm going to exercise. Think, I'll have more energy if I exercise. Don't think, I'm going to be so embarrassed in my short shorts, I better go work out. Start thinking, my legs are going to feel strong if I work them.
instead of thinking, I won't feel like such a slob if I get off my butt and work out, start thinking, if I make exercise a priority, I'm going to carry myself more confidently. These are some simple mindset shifts that you can start to make. And keep in mind that these shifts, these mindset shifts that you need to make, it's not going to happen quickly. It's not going to happen overnight. You're going to relapse into negative thinking many times. So be patient with yourself. Honestly, really, I've been exercising regularly for five years. I still have thoughts like this. I have to work through it too. Like I said at the beginning, we are on planet Earth living in this world. This is just what's going to happen. It's just that with time, you will know how to identify that trigger when it's a trigger and how to combat it. So now you might be thinking, well, do I need to exercise? Can I just do what feels good for me? Should I just listen to my body and do what feels natural? Well, my friend, long explanation short, you do still need to be exercising and sorry to say walking is not enough. And even though it might hurt to hear this, listening to your body is something that you have to earn. It shouldn't be that way. I'm not saying that's fair. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying that it's okay. It's just how things are right now because you were taught from the time you are small to ignore your body. You've been taught to ignore your body for nearly your whole life. So why would we think that we can immediately just snap, listen to it and know exactly what to do? I wish it was that simple. I really wish it was. So for someone who has been exercising out of obligation, living a relatively sedentary life, doing diets, counting calories, like living this way, and ultimately not listening to their body because they're always hopping around from one trend to the next, one diet to the next, your body might not be speaking as loudly. You may not understand exactly what it's telling you to do and why. That's okay. Don't be upset because of that happens. It's okay. Show it care. Show it love. Try to hear it. Try to listen. But this is why I don't just tell my clients what to do. I explain the why. And I want to know how they feel as a response. Because without this, really, really without this, our efforts and exercise are futile. I honestly feel like just handing you a workout without educating you and doing the mindset work is useless because these things are intertwined. You have to address them in connection. You have to address them in connection. So that, my friends, it wraps up my little chat with you today. Next week, I will be following this up with an episode uh, talking about why exercise might feel unnatural. I can totally empathize with that feeling if that's where you're at and why it's something you might not want to do. But even though those things might be feelings, you might feel that way, why it is still something you should be doing. And not just any random form of exercise, but why specifically weightlifting has an important place in your life and how you can make it enjoyable and eventually how it will feel like something natural to do. So it means so much to me that you listen to my podcast today. I know there are 
literally millions of podcasts out there and you picked mine. So thank you so, so much. If you feel inclined, please leave a review. It would literally make my day and tell me what drew you to the podcast and what you learned. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram. My handle is Estelle C fitness, Estelle, my name, E S T E L L E the letter C and then the word fitness. Please come say hi to me. Tell me you listen to my podcast. Tell me where you're from, what you do. Let's get to know each other. If you are one of my lovely friends that has already connected with me on there and you're listening to this and it resonated with you, you felt something, please reach out and talk to me. Tell me what you felt. Tell me what's going on. I would love to hear from you. All right. Talk to you guys next week. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world, and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name, and the word fitness.com. If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.